GE Aviation's journey in the world of business jets and regional jets is most fascinating because in both areas, we're really serious pioneers. You know, our journey in business jets dates all the way back to the 1950s when GE and Lynn developed an engine called the J85, a military engine with a fantastic application with the Northrop F5. But by around 1960, 1961, there was a tremendous amount of interest within the leadership here of how do we take this engine and we provide for it a commercial variant. It was already very successful in the Northrop F5 and also U.S. Air Force T-38. That application would come in the form of two very important aircraft. One was the Falcon, the Dassault Falcon from France, and the other was Bill Lear's Learjet Model 23 introduced in 1963. Let's talk about the Learjet first. Now this was a version of the J-85 we call the CJ-610, a non-afterburning turbojet engine, very, very rugged. The J-85 was great because it had, it was very lightweight, very high thrust, and it really helped the Learjet become one of the cool, cool symbols of the early 1960s. In fact, the expression jet setter really came about through people who were operating business jets from Bill Lear. This became a very, very successful program for GE, and the fact that he had this hotshot J-85 commercial derivative really gave that airplane a lot of swagger. Now, the Dassault Falcon was powered by a sister engine of the CJ-610. This one's called the CF-700. Now, what makes that engine different is it actually has an aft fan. It is a turbofan. It's the very first turbofan engine ever introduced to a business jet aircraft. We had done that earlier with the Convair when we had an aft fan on our engine at that point in time. And so we introduced the same concept in the business world. So in the 1960s, we produced over 2,000 business jets for these very, very progressive aircraft. And we were firmly established as a real pioneer in that field, but we lost interest in it. The reason was the development costs were so high that we didn't feel it warranted the return that we were going to get in the world of the large jetliners that GE was entering very aggressively in the 1960s. However, our journey with business jets doesn't end there. By the late 1970s, Canadair had introduced an aircraft called the Challenger. And this would be powered by one of our other great military derivatives. The TF-34 powered both the Navy's S-3 and also the Army's A-10 Warthog. This was a very, very rugged engine. Because of its military requirements, it had to be able to reach takeoff thrust several times within a single sortie. So this was a really, really rugged engine. And it made for a very, very successful service introduction for Canadair with this Challenger. Now, because of the success of the Challenger, Canadair, which gets purchased by Bombardier in the mid-1980s, then takes another leap forward into the world of regional jets. And the conception was to do this 50-passenger airplane based on the Challenger and using a GE CF-34 engine. And man, was that successful. Introduced in 1992, the original sales were slow, but two things happened. One was the scope clauses agreed upon by the pilots union enabled the regional carriers to operate with lower wages with those pilots because the planes were smaller. And this made it a very efficient way to operate a, a, a regional airline. Secondly, regional jets were very, very attractive in a hub and spoke concept of feeding into large airports. 
So by the mid to late 1990s, GE's commitment to this industry of regional jets started looking very smart. In 1995, Canadair came back to GE and said, we'd like to do a 70-passenger aircraft to add to our 50-passenger. But at that point in time, our GE chairman, Jack Welsh, was a little concerned about whether we were going to get the adequate return on such a big investment of doing another engine in that market. Chuck Chadwell, who ran commercial engines here in Evendale, Ohio, he had a different view. He said, we're going to go do this. And he charged his project leader, Lloyd Thompson, to go to Montreal, close a deal on the 70-passenger regional jet, and we'll go to Jack and sell it. And that's just what they did. And by the end of the century, GE is really moving aggressively with regional jets because then Embraer, the company from Brazil that had just been near bankruptcy just a few years before, they boldly entered this regional jet market and they introduced aircraft also with 70 or more passengers. So by the turn of the century, GE is in a position where every aircraft, jet commercial aircraft with 50 to 95 passengers are all powered by the CF-34 family, a brilliant concept by us. And between 1998 and 2002, in fact, 25% of all commercial jet liners were regional jets. Now, just because we were making such a bold move in regional jets didn't mean we completely forgot about that business jet world that we helped introduce all those decades ago. Because Canadair took that regional jet and they had tremendous success with that as well as its Challenger aircraft and this would provide us a base and interest to continue with business jets. Also, in the mid-1980s, we introduced an engine called the CF-738 with Garrett that would power another version of the Dassault Falcon. And then in 2004, GE would team with Honda. Honda had a vision for many years to introduce a small business jet to the market. And they had successfully tested their engine called the HF-118 and the Honda Jet aircraft. They came to GE and said, would you partner with us on the engine piece? Help us get the certification experience we need. Also, help us provide the critical product support and other things. We would make that agreement in 2004. But as it turned out, GE became very, very involved in the actual development of the engine. We brought to bear a number of materials, technologies, and design learning that we had used in our military and large commercial portfolio to make the ultimate engine. It's called the HF. 120 for the Honda Jet, extremely successful. So we were firmly planted with Honda on this program. And then in 2010, Bombardier comes to GE with a new concept for a larger business jet called the Global Express 7000 and 8000. And with that, GE would ultimately build its largest business jet engine, that being the Passport. So where are we today with both regional jets and business jets? We have a tremendous franchise. Right now we have the GE Honda powering the Honda jet, but we are also seeking other applications for this small rugged engine. And on the larger end of the business jets, we have our Passport now very successfully flying with the Global Express 7000 and 8000 aircraft. These are very high altitude airplanes. Very, very successful franchise we envision going forward. So we're in a tremendous position with our business jets. On the regional jet side, the CF-34 family is gonna be in production for a very, very long time. The Embraer and Bombardier regional jets continue to be extremely successful, and we envision a production program going well into the next decade, and a service play going on for several decades after that. So by using military technologies, 
and also technologies from our large commercial engines, we have established a very solid franchise for both business jets and regional jets going forward.